This episode of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast is sponsored by Borksite Grind Wedge Mouldings. When your grind wedge needs a moulding that's Borksite, come to Borksite Grind Wedge Mouldings. Statistics released last week by the National Office of Solo Travel show that 59% of solo travel is undertaken for business purposes. However, the advent of affordable, reliable video conferencing means business travel may soon be a thing of the past. With business travel making up the vast majority of hotels off-season trade, its demise will see millions of hotels across the world standing empty, leading to an inevitable increase in hauntings. Despite the role it plays in many people's working lives, business travel is in many ways an unknown world. People don't send postcards from business trips, and if they did, there'd be pictures of a conference centre or someone giving a PowerPoint presentation with too much text on each slide. So in this episode, I'm lifting the lid on this shadow world to find out what life is like for the business traveller. I'm going undercover. A press complaints commission adjudication once described my approach to investigative reporting as harrowing. And it's this same rigour which has seen me blacklisted from all five major UK hotel chains. So right now, I'm checking in to the Cardiff Holiday Inn, not as Mike Prowse, but as businessman Tom Cusbury. For guaranteed secrecy, this pseudonym is actually an anagram of an anagram of my name. With an extra T. My cover identity, Tom, is the CEO of Borkside Grind Wedge Mouldings in town for some serious networking activity at Europe's biggest Grind Wedge Moulding conference. If you spent any amount of time researching industrial mouldings, you'll know that the world of grind wedge mouldings is the toughest there is. A Confederation of British Industry report in 1988 found that one year working in grind wedge mouldings was equivalent to 50 years in any other field. When this news reached the industry's biggest union, shop stewards demanded that the disparity be recognised in material terms. Management offered to take the traditional unit of reward for 50 years' work, a gold clock, and award one to every grind wedge moulding employee every year. The union accepted the offer. However, with so many gold clocks being issued to so many people, the gold clock market underwent Weimar Germany-style hyperinflation, with desks and workbenches piled high with the once-valuable timepieces. By the mid-90s, the going rate for an egg sandwich in the average Grindwedge Mouldings factory canteen was 85,000 solid gold clocks. To complete my cover story for entry into this hardened world, I've grown a real moustache and brought Topman's second cheapest suit. I've also invented, built and brought a prototype of a revolutionary bauxite grind wedge moulding with me. I hope it helps. The materials alone cost 400 quid. 
This episode of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast is sponsored by Borksite Grind Wedge Mouldings. If your Grind Wedge Mouldings not a Borksite Grind Wedge Moulding, then it's just a Grind Wedge Moulding. And I've just checked in. I asked if anyone had left any messages for me while I was out, and the man on the desk reminded me that I'd only just arrived. I said he was quite right, then asked again if anyone had left any messages for me. We business people like to ask a question a good few times in case one of the answers is better than the others. Well, the first thing I notice about my business suite is the complimentary tray of danishes laid out in the bathroom over there and the very detailed oil painting of a photocopier above the bed. In a neat bit of symmetry, there's also a very detailed oil painting of a bed above the actual photocopier. And there's a handy rack to put the prototype on. I'll probably leave that there, to be honest. It's the first morning of the conference. The event I'm really looking forward to is the keynote address. And this year, the speaker is Arlene Potter, chair of aluminium grind wedge mouldings. Very much the new kid on the grind wedge mouldings block. She's a notoriously tough operator who hit the headlines earlier this year when she successfully charged her workers for access to light coming through the factory windows. Her speech, business, is it a noun or something else, is sure to be a humdinger. In the meantime, I might as well go get some breakfast. This episode of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast is sponsored by Borksite Grind Wedge Mouldings. If you like Borksite and you like Grind Wedge Mouldings, then maybe we should talk about Borksite Grind Wedge Mouldings. West Cardiff Holiday Inn is taking part in a pilot scheme whereby the business traveller selects whatever they want from the menu and the kitchen prepares the meal in portions according to that company's meal allowance. I've decided to allow myself a strict £3 limit for breakfast, so I'm having three-fifths of a sausage, 12 cornflakes and an egg cup of champagne. Bon appétit. People forget that for the first 20,000 years or so of humanity's history, all travel was business travel. Whether it was the mammoth-hunting consortia of the Neolithic era or the lively business practices of the golden age of piracy, people only moved when there was something in it for them. The notion of travel purely for pleasure came when 12th century Italian trader Bernardo Riccoletti undertook the arduous 230 mile journey from Turin to Padua on foot in order to sell some artichokes to a witch. With the deal completed, Riccoletti began the homeward journey. Unfortunately, due to the low quality of the artichokes, the witch had cast a spell on him and he was soon lost and wandering alone through the Apennine Mountains. During the seven years it took Riccoletti to make his way back to Turin, he spent time in every village he came across, buying cheap trinkets as mementos, sending postcard-sized letters with images on the front to his loved ones. It was in this way that Riccoletti essentially invented the holiday. That's why 
Bernardo is the patron saint of travel journalists. I very nearly got a tattoo of him last year, but I'm scared of ink. It's been a busy day, but alas, not a productive one. The ridiculously secretive grindwedge moulding community is wary of new faces, and I've been met with a wall of cold shoulders. Like Scrabble and divorce, networking isn't really something you can do by yourself. So, after a somewhat dispiriting start to my weekend, time to find a home for my prototype and get some sleep. As I bed down, I'm very much aware of the length the hotel has gone to in order to make sure their business guests get that all-important eight hours. All the lights are automatically switched off at 10.30 and the television is remotely disabled. A powerful magnetic field renders all devices useless, so no wearing myself out answering emails late into the night. And in order to drive business-related thoughts from guest minds, all rooms in this wing pipe in a substandard audiobook recording of The Grapes of Wrath. Joe took the last of the rabbit from the wire and passed it around. He settled back. And ate more slowly now, chewed evenly, and wiped the grease from his mouth with his sleeve. And his eyes, dark and half-closed, brooded as he looked into the dying fire. It's day two of the conference, and thanks to the prototype, people are finally opening up to me. I've managed to get near some of the oldest names in the secretive world of grindwedge mouldings, notably Heginald Robinson, whose company, Copper Grindwedge Mouldings, was established in 28 AD. And some of the newest, such as young coding whiz Gemma Plettington, whose innovative proton kiln produces virtual grindwedge mouldings which exist only as a string of galvanised ones and zeros. Borgsite Grindwedge Mouldings. If you don't know what one is, you definitely need one. While staying at this hotel, I've been amazed to find that there's literally a different language spoken by business travellers to that used by holidaymakers. For instance, while a tourist might call down to reception and say, can I have a tuna sandwich on room service, the business traveller will simply send a fax with the code 54438-4291-667-3448, await the read receipt, wait 20 minutes, and the sandwich will be faxed up to them. There are codes for every conceivable foodstuff, apart from cake, which is forbidden in the business community. Side grind wedge mouldings. Mouldings. You definitely need one. Need one. Need one. Then maybe we should talk. 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 About bauxite grind wedge mouldings. Speaking of the forbidden, an interesting thing happened to me just now. The man from Granite Grindwedge Mouldings let slip that there's going to be a secret meeting tonight with a select band of high movers for off-the-record Grindwedge chat around the pool. 
It's a confidential, industry-only affair, and Tom Kewsbury is invited. This is what undercover journalism is all about. I'm speaking to you from a locker in the changing room of the hotel's swimming pool. 20 minutes ago, I came down to the pool to attend the secret briefing. Things started innocuously enough. Proceedings opened with the Grind Wedge Mouldings pledge, followed by updates from each member. The first two people spoke. I must admit, I didn't listen to what they were saying as I was so nervous. Then it was my turn. As I was dragging the prototype up to the lectern, I muttered a prayer to Bernardo Riccoletti, patron saint of travel journalists. Immediately, I knew I had made a mistake. Arlene Potter heard me. The cry went up, travel journalist! The mob chased me round the pool a couple of times before I managed to lose them in the changing rooms. Now, I'm holed up in this locker while they wreak angry havoc outside. It doesn't get much more undercover than this. This is Mike Browse, besieged by danger, signing off. Santa Bernardo, friend of sinners, guardian of all travel journalists, let us by thy grace beseech thee, defend your brother in travel from the snares of the enemy. By the way, if you or anyone you know would like to buy half a ton of crushed bauxite, contact me at the usual address. Thanks.